Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, this is Stephanie Hi, Megan. Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, broke, girl, girl, therapy. It's really bright. This is like the... This is like sex education, like Sesame Street. What? Oh. Is Sesame Street? Oh, yeah, because the... Because, you the know, big the... Big Bird. Yeah, well, I'm not saying you look like Big Bird. I'm saying the yellow on the blue. Yeah. But, like, you know, you a big turd. But there, it's, it's, it's complementary colors. Yeah, unlike this shit... <laughs> Which is like, what the white fuck on is white. that? I know. No, no color crash. With dark colors. <laughs> no, it looks great. I'm going to, th- you know what? Like the, the, you, I'm doing the step and repeat. Then the next <laughs> you want episode. To put up the step and repeat? I'm going to on okay. the next episode. When okay. we're changing film cartridges. We can just tape it on the wall. Yeah. I don't have a stand. <laughs> I know. I'm going to. I'm going to hold it up the entire show. I'm just going to be like, like a cape, a cape. Uh, well, no, it looks great. Your hair, first off. You need to be a redhead for life. Uh, well, I kind of am. Are you? What's your natural hair color? It's like red auburn. Okay. Yeah. It looks great. Thank you. Uh, Rachel's red too. I love her. <laughs> I fucking love her. I Does love her, her too. husband know I exist though? Oh yeah. No, she, when I recorded with her the other day, she was like, oh my God, I thought you would surprise me with Rose. Like she really thought like you'd be here and she was like disappointed you weren't. And I was day like, was it? This was on Saturday. Oh no, I was like mentally not prepared to see anyone on Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, no, I wouldn't have been able to come through. I know, I felt bummed. I was like, oh, should I have like invited her? Invited you? Well, yeah. I mean, I love that you and I did not think to surprise her. Right. But Next we time. do love her. We do love her. But like, does her husband know I exist? Yeah, I mean. Does he know that I can steal his wife if I wanted yeah, to? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> do you can I say what you said that one time? What did I say? <laughs> I have so many quotes. What did I say this time? <laughs> I so this was quotes. off air. This was like, I think, it, so I was recording with you and I was, she was going to come over like later and you were waiting around and I was like, we were just saying how much we love Rachel <laughs> and I was like, I bet you Cammy would be so into Rachel. Like they should, so not Cammy, Nikki would be so into Rachel. Like I bet you they should hook up. You're like, no, I want to hook up. up with Rachel first. <laughs> I now remember that quote. I definitely said that I wanted like, to no, hook up. No, I want to fuck Rachel. I was like, I have dibs. And I was like, she's a human. <laughs> like she's not like, she's not calling dibs on a cupcake, even though she's got a pretty cupcake. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. I would love to hook up with her. Yeah. If not to would. watch her and her British Bay hook up. You know what I mean? That would be a great portal. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying her cupcake, British so Bay, the great, the great British Bake Off, like oh my god, and both of their it. accents combined. Yeah, I know. Anyways. And I'll throw in an Irish accent just to be like <gasps> diplomatic, you know. You should, and I will. 
But yeah, It'd be no. very white. <laughs> like Sorry. like this. It would be like this pale. It would just like this is like this is white on white crime. <laughs> if anything. I know I like put all the color on me. I don't, <laughs> get like... I don't even get a step and repeat. I don't even get like a gray. Gray looks great on me. Okay, next time. I'm so sorry. Well, this is the last time we're recording here. Okay, fine. So next time. Oh my time, god, R.I.P. Is this the is this the goodbye show? This, I don't know. Should this be the? This uh, is okay. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> maybe the next episode, since we're this is the second epi- Like this is the first of two. Yeah. We'll have the next one. The be next the last one be the one. goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make a little hat, like a little party hat. <laughs> Wait, are we, we filming? <gasps> We yeah. are. Okay, we already okay. started. We should do oh, oh, three minutes in. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, usually it's like 20 minutes <laughs> yes. in. And in it's the like, plug yourself. Yeah, right? Plug yourself. It's like the fucking, uh, did you ever see that Japanese movie? Uh, or it's maybe it's Korean, but it's called Drive My Car. And everyone's. You, you, you said this in the episode. Yeah, and the fucking credits start 45 minutes into the movie and it's like directed by. And you're like, what the fuck? I watched one movie just to finish another? It was weird. Anyways, Aww, plug yourself. It's like an artistic thing you know it's so, it's so artistic it's like film bro you know okay anyways hi guys it's me stephanie megan your host of Brogo therapy and guess what we got roseanne mackley's back in the building it, you know anyone who's watching this on youtube i don't know if you can see my floating head <laughs> i just probably look like a weird like yeah. a kirkland brand you want me to give you my jacket no it's fine no, I really you like your jacket. Do you want to switch places? Do you want this wall? Kind of. No, it's totally fine. I don't really care. I like that I got my own camera, though. Yeah. We're step- we stepped it up this year. We're, we're a multi-cam comedy show yeah, now. I, 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 I just need a new budget for, like, a third camera. Ooh. So you get, like, a wide cam, you know? Oh, wide. Yeah. Wide. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Rose, it's yeah. been so long since we've been together in IRL. Can we take this moment and appreciate, and appreciate it. it. Let's take a moment like this. <laughs> I thought you were doing that. <laughs> I just made up my own song first. I know, but Kelly Clarkson, the remix. There we go. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that I'm so proud of you? BMF. Don't you like, dare make me cry. It's so fucking good. <gasps> Thank you. Episode eight, written by Rose Ann McAleese. <laughs> it's just Rose McAleese on the credits. Oh, Rose. But yeah, I know, I know. But I don't then, want people, it's funny when people are like, find out my full name is Roseanne. They're like, Roseanne? Who's that? And I'm like, it's me. It's you. It's me. But yeah. I was like, first eight. off, I hate Lamar. Mm, so does like, everyone. great actor. I have Because he's making me like, I'm terrified. And every time he comes on the screen, I'm like, fuck this man. That's how you get him though. You want to yeah. make sure that your villains fall hard. You yeah. know what I mean? And we added some like empathy and sympathy into him, you know, with the dog and like his relationship with Zoe. And so like you got to sprinkle the humanity before you pull the rug up underneath from people. Uh, and I, I haven't will... seen the finale yet. So. Oh, okay. No worries. No spoilers no for spoilers. everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that like is really funny is that said, like when people send you memes about the show and like, you're like seeing it on Twitter and you're like, well, this is like a weird, like cultural thing. Yeah. But the best meme I saw was Joe Ber- Joe Goldberg is the only man who could take out Lamar. And I was like, UMF, absolutely. One thousand percent. He's the only one. Plus the new season of You, I love, and no one's talking about it. I have to say, though, that ending, I, I thought this was the last season. Is this not the last season? I don't know. Was it supposed to be the last season? So if this was the last season, I hated that ending. If this was not the last I season. I don't think this is the last season. Because I'm like, he gets away with everything. Oh, spoiler alert. He Always gets away, away with, with everything. everything. 
he gets away with, with everything. everything. Well, back to BMF. Oh, okay, sorry. So I just like it's so good. I love it. Like the episode you wrote too, like made me want to shit myself when he was like going into the house. Oh my god. He was all terrified. Yeah. Little poor B Mickey. What's the process of like being like a writer on a show? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you going to steal Bryant's thunder yeah, right I am. now? Brian wanted to interview you, but like, I don't know when is that going to happen. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, because like, no, he, trust me, he's proud. He's happy that I'm asking you this. Okay, right now. fine. So this, I'm answering. So this is a Colin question. Basically. Should we call him later and try to, yes, should we call him like, right now? Call him right now. Okay. You can edit this episode. Snippy snap snips. No, we, we like a, you know, a third party. He could be the third camera. <laughs> we could just have I mean? this. We could yeah. just screen record. You can screen record. I should probably yeah, I should probably screen record just to put it on YouTube. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi. Hey! Hey! I heard you have questions to ask me because Steph is trying to conduct an interview where she's trying to ask questions about BMF. And I was like, no, my friend Brian has to ask me those. <laughs> So what are some questions you have? I guess the first question that I would have is probably the question that you get asked the most is how much is like pulled from real life? So obviously with Lil Meech being on the show, I feel like that gives a great advantage. And I know you guys always poke fun at it before each episode of kind of like, this is not true, but it could have happened type of deal. So I guess that's like the main question of like, how much, how much of it is like, no, that really happened, and then how much of it is just kind of like, nah, it's just for TV. Like, I guess that'd be my first question. Uh, yeah, that's my first first off. How much of it is real, and like, <laughs> does like Lil Meech back it up? It's like, nah, my pops told me like this is how it went down. It is a mixture of two. The events are pretty kind of true to the story. It's the people that are the most fictionalized. Um, Cause there's a lot of people that say that the, they are these characters and we're like, no, this is like someone we conduct like created in the writer's room. Right. So it's really funny when people are like, no, I'm this person. And you're like, no, it's a bunch of people actually, or like a combination of like, oh, we heard the legend of this person. Wouldn't it be interesting to like have them morph into this. And like, even like changing like people's gender and stuff has also been like a thing we do a lot. But for the most part, like a lot of the stories are like kind of true just in the sense of like how much they kind of made themselves into legends and doing very legendary things. But I would say it kind of depends on episodes, but for the most part, I would say it's about, 40% real and 60% what we've come up with. But you would be surprised by the shit we did not have to come up with. You would be like, wait, are you what? Able to I say, thought that was the thing. Are you able to say what? Mm. Or NDA purposes, you can't. Well, that and also like, I don't want anyone coming after me. Okay, 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 okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but no, because like, it's also really funny because there's so many times where like you've created something on the show and you have the people that were there saying, oh my God, that's exactly how it happened. And so you're like, okay, well, how much of it is what we made up? And then also people's perception on what they think happened. 
So it's really funny to be like, oh yeah, that did happen. And then you're kind of like, did it? Like, was that a story someone told us? Or like, was that something we made up in the room? So they kind of like meld together that it's really hard to kind of untangle, which is why I think we have so much liberty in making up a lot of these characters because that just like protects the brothers too. So if your last name is Flannery, you're very much like a true character. Those are the only people that we actually have like life rights to and the ones that actually are real. So Lamar isn't real. Lamar is actually based on two different people. Oh, so it's sad. a combination of two characters. Um, but like the essence of Lamar, and that's the cool thing about this show is that like if you think about shows that are you know like like Power, which aren't based on real people but are inspired by real people, that's very much what BMF is. It's just the idea that we have uh, Big Meech and Southwest T's like permission to kind of put it as like tell their story and their legend and not having it be inspired by other shows, but being the essence of one show in particular. I see. Can I ask one more question? Cause I'll yes, be really- you can. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like a kid in class right now, but, um, but like, I'm always curious about like, just in general, when it comes to like television writing, what is like the actual process? So like this season <laughs> you like owned one episode, correct? Like you episode eight was yours. So, like, obviously, that's super deep into the season. That's super deep into the story. So what is that process like? Are you, like, just teaming up with all the other writers on their episodes to kind of be in the know of what's going on? Or is it more like you're like, hey, I have a vision for this story, and when we get to my episode, this is what I'm going to do. Y'all can kind of, like, accommodate that along the way. Like, what is kind of, like, that process like? So I kind of like to think of a, like a writer's room is like building a house, right? So you have a showrunner who basically brought, bought this property where it's like it's an empty lot and the showrunner is like, okay, cool. I'll give you guys basically the architecture of it. I'll give you the bones. I'll give you kind of like this is what I want the house to look like. And then as writers, you kind of go in and each of you kind of have your own room. And then you go in there and you decorate it and you're like, well, I know that I want to stick true to the showrunner's vision because the showrunner basically gets to trump everyone in the sense that it's like I want to do this and the showrunner is like mm, that's not really our vision for the show I've had the actual amazing opportunity of having a lot of showrunners that like love everyone's input like titles don't mean shit not everyone has that luxury there's a lot of writers rooms that are like no you can't suggest anything because you're only an assistant versus the rooms I've been in where it's like I mean shit we'll ask the janitor like you know what I mean like it's just like whoever has the best idea wins so when you go into it, you think of it as like, okay, I'm going into this house that I'm basically like visiting and I'm going to decorate the room the way I want to decorate this room, aka I'm going to write the episode the way that I want to write the episode. And then you have the executive producer and the showrunner kind of come in and like, you know, they'll take a tour of the room and they'll make suggestions. They're like, actually, you know what? What if you made the like wall blue instead of green? And like, what if you put some flowers in over here? And oh, actually there's a couch from another room, aka another episode and we want to service it in this episode. So it's just basically rearranging it for the most part. As a collective, the writers are basically together creating what we call the arc of the show, where it's like, how... Uh, how do we meet our characters in the first episode and how do we meet our characters in the last episode? And together we kind of like create the arrow and the arc of like linking them all. And then as you write your individual episodes, you kind of like step away with your collectiveness of being like, okay, well, I know that I have to explain the stuff that was set in 207 and I have to set up 209. So those are your two kind of main goals. And then everything in the middle is kind of like a free for all. It's a play thing. It's a lot of like... 
whatever you want. When it came to my episode of BMF, I literally went to the writer's room and I was like, I want my episode to look like a music video. Like I want it to be them at this point in the story. They have lots of money. They can ball out. They're teenagers. Like I want a roller rink. I want fashion, like montages. Like I just want it to be like glitzy and in top. And so then you're like, we have a budget. So then it's kind of like bringing down the vision to be like more understandable. And then having the fun thing of being like, I get to take in my own little jokes and like slip them in, but still writing it from the perspective of, of our amazing showrunner, Randy. Nice. And I guess that like ties in one last, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hide. No, you. no, no. This is okay. This is you for you. Me. This is for you. Yeah. But no, cause I always <laughs> wondering, I think I even like I mentioned this to Steph, like, is there ever an instance where like as a writer, you're like, no, I have a vision of how this scene should be shot and, like, how it should feel, how it should look. And is that ever, like... Because, I mean, I know you obviously write it, like, in the notes and, like... Because I've had to read scripts for, like, work. So, like, I know how they look. But is there ever a moment where you're, like... Where you would, like, communicate with the director of, like, hey, this is how it should look. You know what I mean? Or is that is that kind of, like, a thing? Yeah, no, it is huge. I mean, literally tomorrow I head to Atlanta to go work with my amazing director for my episode. Um, I can't, I don't think I'm allowed to say their name, but my director and I have already been in conversations of being like, you know, they've read the script and they've been like, hey, this is like what I think I want to do. And I'm like tight because like I definitely come from more of a writer's perspective than a director's perspective. And so for me, I kind of have the vision of how I want it to sound, but I don't necessarily have the vision for what I want it to look like right now, just because I like having my writer's hat on before I have like a director's hat on. Um, But another analogy of it all is if you think of it as like a writer's room is a house, the directors are renting, they don't own the house. So a director is kind of just there to like, basically kind of same thing, to sneak in their own little jokes, to sneak in their own vision. But for the most part, the show has like a like a vibe to it. Like it's very like royal tones. It's very bright. Like we have such a great DP and a great like it was the, cinematographer. Such a great shrooms trip watching it. I bet we'll because of later. all the purples and <laughs> yes. the hues and stuff and how it's like and it's so well lit on like yes. all their like skin is glistening. It's, it's so eighties too. So eighties. So it was like it was like just felt so like extra. Yeah, you know, like when I was on shrooms. And it's very like it, it, there's a texture to it and everything. Yes. So you can have a director that comes in and like you using those kind of fundamental blocks, create their own vision and put their own like spice in there. But for the most part, you're staying kind of true to how the rest of the show looks like. And that's my job as a writer and slash producer to like kind of guide my producer to like stay on it, but then also let them feel free to kind of express their own way of making this one episode in particular. Um, But like, there are a lot of writers that I know that think as a director first, but for me personally, I'm just kind of like, let me get this dialogue out. And then I love working with a director and like sitting down with them and being like, how do you see it? Like I had this suggestion and the amount of times that you're kind of like, okay, well I'll die for this problem, but like, I'll let this one go. And if you have a director that just like is, dope which I really love my director right now we've like been texting and they just like trust you because they're like look you hired me because of my talent and I'm because I'm talented I really like the script and that's why I want to do it and so it's this kind of like cool like relationship and friendship where it's like you come together like morph in time yeah that's so dope I'm so I'm so like fascinated just with all of you yeah thank you for answering the question you're welcome any more questions Mr. Grace things no 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 questions i just want to take a moment to say we all need to appreciate uh the tv history that was made when lamar walked into church with the dog 
and had the exchange with Snoop Dogg and Snoop pulled out on him. Yes. That's the best shit I've ever seen in my life. And that's where we'll leave off the BMF conversation. Oh, shout out to Garen. I believe that was Garen. Um, that wasn't Rose's episode. Yeah, that was. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's a great moment in history. Don't you dare do that to my friends. Not alone my fans, my friends. But no, that's Garen. Shout out to Garen's episode. That was really great. It was really fun. And it also, again, it adds the humanity to Lamar. So right. like, what if and what happens to Lamar in the future? Because apparently Steph hasn't watched the finale. It helps you understand or feel sympathy towards him as he falls or succeeds. Yeah. And I love I love that y'all made Snoop Dogg a cold nigga as a pastor. That's amazing too. Yeah. You know, I don't even think he had a try hard. I think that's just like him. You know what I mean? It just like, seems like Snoop Dogg is just like a cameo, but like yeah. in a, but it fits. I mean, let's be honest, like Snoop Dogg is one of the sweetest people I've ever worked with. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I feel like you were like a pastor in your past life. Oh, like, he's just so like <laughs> yeah. pessimistic and just like, whatever, man. Like, let's just, even for how gangster he is and the yeah. shit he's done, he's just kind of like, I did it out of love. You know, right. like he's such yeah. a cool dude. That's so true. It was definitely method acting for him, but yeah. he's a great guy and an amazing person to work with. No big deal. No big deal. Okay. Like, well, I love you. I love you. I wanted to give I you. I love you. Your... Thank you. Love you guys too. Appreciate the call. It's been amazing. I have more. I would love to interview you on something of my own one day, Rose, about it all, oh if that's God. a possibility. Whenever you want, Mr. Grace. Whenever <laughs> you want. <laughs> okay. Siget. Right. Have fun. Siget. Love you. Bye. 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 Siget. <laughs> What's he get? In Tagalog, it just means like, all right, gotta go. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. I thought it was like sweeter. What's like, get? I thought it was like saying I love you. And I was like, no, it's like, bye, deuces. It's right. what I say to men. Right, exactly. Siget. You're like, okay, after you fuck, okay, get. get get out. Yeah. So you get now. Like, yeah, you get out or you I'm get out. out. Like, this is done. You know what's funny? Yeah. Someone tried to break down a, like, you know, hey, say you have to be in bed at like 1230 and a man hits you up at like one, um, 12 and he's like, I want to come over. And you're like, okay, fine, come over. The guy was like, who was asking me this question, he was like, how much time would you give him to like amble away? Like, how much time do you get this man to like get ready to leave? And I was yeah. like, maybe 10 minutes. Maybe. Like, go into the bathroom, do what you need to do, but like, don't come back. Like, once you leave the bed, you're not getting back in. <gasps> Um, but this man really Savage. thinks that, well, this man's like, oh, he literally was like, I'm trying to set the record. And I was like, for the shortest amount of ambling. Cause like I, when a man's what? like, no, I'm going to be the one that breaks you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to set a challenge in the other direction. Oh That's gosh. kind of become the theme recently. I was going to say, what's how's your dating life? Okay. If you guys want to hear an update about tripod, you have to go to Patreon. You have to, to go to that. Patreon. So, sorry. Sorry. Um, but now, but everything else, um, <laughs> since being, so, you know, I was back in Seattle to help out with my dad, um, who was diagnosed with throat cancer. He's doing a lot better now that he's gone. I'm he's sorry. gone through. Oh my God. No, he's fine. I mean, he said it. He was like, yeah. I love the attention. I know. He's I like really say, loving the attention. You told me I was like, I'm so sorry. You're like, no, he, that man he loves the attention. He loves the attention. He like, he was like, oh, but this is, I mean, at a high cost, you know what I mean? It's like radiation <laughs> and chemo, but he's right. like enjoying that. I'm like, are you okay? Are you good? And I think it, he just... My dad literally have, has never not 
been like working and like doing something and upkeeping the house. So I think it was nice for him to like keep, keep his, kick his feet up and like watch Andor and fucking Mandalorian. Like he right. and BMF and BMF. He loves BMF. It's really crazy. Aww. The sex scenes make him uncomfortable, but I'm Everyone's like, Everyone's fucking mm. like the cops had to fuck I, everyone. I know. And I did, <laughs> that was your episode too. And right? I did not want that scene. <laughs> It's the number one thing that Twitter comes after me, and I'm like, I didn't want that. Your episode too. See, it's the metaphor of someone being bringing the couch into my room and me being like, this couch doesn't go in the the room, but like, fine, I'll take this couch. And then everyone's like, oh, you wrote that, and I'm like, and I saw there was a tweet that was like, Lala's just there for a few lines, and just no comment. No comment. Okay. No comment. She's very lovely. Yeah. But, you know, every, every everyone on that show is going to have a sex scene. I know. And, and also, we have a lot of characters to service. Like, that's the other thing. People forget, like, yeah, it's <laughs> Meech and Terry, but there's like 10,000 yeah. people. On, and season three even has 20,000 yeah. people Can on I the show. Can I say something? I would totally fuck Meech. Okay. <laughs> he is a young man. <laughs> I think to me, he's, I think, 21, 22. Oh, well, never mind. But, like, yeah. I thought he was older. I would totally yeah, fucked he's like a He's a young, he's a young gentleman. Okay. He's a he's a kid. Not. A, I mean, he's to not, me, he seems like a legal. kid. Yeah. He's 20-something. Yeah, he's 20-something. He's of age. Yeah. But, like, there's just something about him where it's, like, he's you know, when you. mind. Yeah, he's very youthful, and he's very, like, you know, very soft-spoken, very, like, not. Um, kind of like his dad's son, but there's just something about him that's like super charming and like gravitate. Like it's like, oh, I yeah, get it. You're saying. you're like yeah. being big Meech. You know, he flashes that smile and it's just like, oh. But he's like very, he's very youthful and very childlike. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So and also to me, I'm like, oh god, no, ew, gross. Like he's my coworker or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yes, but I, I understand him. his. I understand the sex appeal. I understand the sex appeal yeah. of Da Vinci too. Like we have some very good looking people. Russell Hornsby. Who knew? <laughs> Russell he's he's. he's He's a daddy. Oh, he's the, the dad. dad. Oh, we got Brian a daddy energy. Oh, I no, know. Just the character, not the, the I know, actual. but like, I know. Poor Charles Flannery. <laughs> but he's just, I think it's Charles is just like, he's such an old school like, yeah. it's so funny how the show really divides people because, like, the younger generation is like, he's a fucking piece of shit. And people who are Russell's age or older are like, no, he's just a dad trying to, like... Just trying to get it. Just trying to get by. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think just Brian just projecting some sort of daddy issues on him. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that are. Yeah. But that's the really cool thing about this show in particular is that, like, my the creator of the show, Randy, and my mentor, he literally sold it as it's Wonder Years, but, like, with drugs. Like, it's the whole idea that, like, the... Rocky, are you okay? It's a ghost out there. Um, But it's basically... Like, deliveries happen? Oh. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Um... But the whole idea that it's, like, it's a family show that just happens to have this, like, twist and this new development. Yeah. And the idea that, like, it is a family show at the heart and, like, their parents were, like, married. Jeez, that just delivery. This delivery guy is, like, intense. It's really intense. The door is locked, right? (laughs) Like, yeah, it's locked, but... And I, he just whistles. whistles. Oh my god! He whistles while he works. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. You need like a red light. Well, I, no, because well. that could mean something else. What was the question? I don't know. But sorry, Russell's continue. great. He's a sweet yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like it's a show about family, and so you have to show those like family dynamics, which I think are the kind of funniest moments, is because you see like Meech and Terry like wiling out in these streets and being like certified gangsters, and they come home and their mom and dad still are the two people that scare them the most. You know what I mean? Right, it's just right. like such a huge. 
thing. But yeah, the show's it. it's great. I'm so it's proud of fun. you. Thank you. We're about to go start. I mean, uh, season three is filming right now. Yeah. In my episode, I am leaving tomorrow, which is like crazy. Sorry to ask so many questions. I feel like or, no, or, we're catching care? up. We're catching up. Yeah. But oh, he, but the being okay. So I've been home in Seattle. Yes. Yes. And so I had the apps open when I was in Seattle, and like I was like matching with like you know a couple dudes, having like really good conversations, and yeah. then kind of like fell off. And I feel like halfway through, I was like, I don't know why I'm on these apps. Like I'm, I'm focused on my dad. Let me like not worry yeah. about them. Um, but the amount of guys, maybe Seattle's just different than LA. But my friend pointed out it wasn't it was transplants. Like none of the dudes that I like matched with were from Seattle proper because I feel like I know those guys. Like yeah. anyone from Seattle, I'm like, we have at least two friends in common, or you went to a high school that I knew someone. So it's like very small. But there was like a couple dudes, and maybe it's something in the water, but they were all very much like hey, what's up? Like, where are you? Like, very, like, texting, like, a lot, being like, oh, so you're just going to, like, give a guy your number and, like, never respond? Or are you going to match with me? And, like, I was like, oh, I'm not ghosting. I'm just, like, going just, through some I shit. That. And then they're being That's like, aggressive. okay, cool, I'll give you some time. And then a few days go by, and then you just be like, hey, what's up? So, like, my go-to move was just being like, hey, my dad has cancer. And then... <laughs> Quite the like, move. Well, because then it became. The well, because then I sent it once, and a man was like, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry." And then I was like, as I was looking at my phone, I was like, "The power!" And so then I started texting it to every guy that kind of got smart with me. I was like, "Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. I'm dealing with my dad's throat cancer. Oh, I had to drive my dad to chemo. I couldn't text you back." And then it was just like every man just like started to. And just I'm sure stop your dad loves me. the fact that you use him. As oh my excuse. god, I bet. I mean, he, you know, he loves being like, ah. Uh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm not coughing because of COVID. I have cancer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's very much like, no. you know, we all, I mean, if you're going to have it, you might as well might, use it. Might as well, right. <clears throat> before it that. uses you. So it's just like very yeah. much. So it, that was like my go-to like dating move where I was like, man, I, I don't know how else. I don't want to, I don't like ghosting people. Right. I probably have and like subconsciously and then being like, oh shit, here, like let me. Yeah. But there was just something about these guys in particular that were just like really, there's like four guys in particular that just were like, where are you? Da, 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 and like hitting me up a lot and then hitting them with the like my dad has cancer card really like I was just like, oh, this is great. And then still haven't heard from them. You know like, what I mean? Yeah, so now they're gone. So, so now they're do, gone so because do they do don't want to fuck the girl that has, <laughs> whose dad has cancer. You know what I mean? They're just like, that's not his hot no. anymore. Um, so I'm not really like <laughs> dating right now. <laughs> Well, now that my dad has gone through radiation and chemo right. and like his cancer, like tumors are going smaller. It's like, well, I can't use that excuse anymore. I mean, yeah. I could be like my dad had cancer, but like that doesn't hit the effect of like, I'm in the middle of it, you right, know? Right, 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 right. So I got to like find a new excuse to like not talk to these men anymore. Um, or just maybe don't just, put I don't yourself out there if you don't want to date. It's yeah. And I think that's, that's what it is. I feel like because uh, you're smarter than me. That has come my like conclusion recently <laughs> is that I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just don't think. Because you even asked me before we started re recording. You were like, is there anything you miss about being in a relationship? No. Like yeah. as of right now in my life and like how much I am traveling for work, like where my career is. and is like great. It's super fucking tight and it's super amazing. And like, sure, it would be really cool to share it. But I share it with my friends. Like there's not really necessarily this idea of me wanting to be in a relationship like anytime soon, even if Pedro Pascal <laughs> learns that he was deeply, madly in love with me and came to Did you right DM now. Him yet? 
no, I respect it too much. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no, it's just going to naturally happen. Um, but even if he was to like, come up to me right now and be like, Hey, you want to start dating? I'd probably be like, no, because I'm just like in this really positive. Okay. Maybe. In this- <laughs> I'd be like, let's go to Kava and like get like a dinner or something. I, like, okay. I know that face was loud. I know. Um, like, I just read right through you. I, was I like, know. Pedro. Of course, I would like <laughs> fucking give up my sobriety. I'm not even being. I'm not even celibate. Uh, I'm still fucking. I'm just not dating. Yeah. Wait, who um, are you fucking? I fucked uh, this um, my Nike guy. That's what I call him. What that one? The one that yeah. was like had an expiration date, but he like just no. Was- that's our my summer fling. I haven't talked to my summer fling. Who's Nike? Nike is a dude that I started talking to like maybe almost like oh god, almost like ten years ago, nine or ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Portland. And which is why calling him Nike is really good because there's so many men in Portland who work for Nike. So like no one's going to know who this person is. Um, But yeah, he's this dude that I like met through like mutual friends and we like really hit it off. And then we kind of like fizzled out when I first moved to LA and then my friend Clarice and I went to Portland and I was like, man, I should hit up Nike. Like, I wonder what he's up to. And he hung out with us and he was like super cool. And my friend Clarice was like, you have so much chemistry with that man. Like, it's crazy how much chemistry yeah. you have with him. And I was like, mm, I'm very interested in this. Like, let me see. And so we started talking again and we hooked up when I'll, he wasn't, he had to come up to Seattle for some paperwork stuff or some something for work. And we like hooked up and it was really fun. It was really nice. But it was like one of those things where I was like, he travels so much and I travel so much. So it was like, oh, great. Like kind of like exercise, work out my hips. And then right. like, you know, I haven't texted him. And that's like my go-to so thing. Mature. It's so mature. I'm so mature. I, I'm so, so mature. mature. Well, I actually I am. I need a therapist. You are my therapist. therapist. Are we just going to say the same thing at the same Time. Time. <laughs> that was so stupid. Was I love that you gave me the cue with your eyes. I know. To say time. time. That time we did it without trying now to. We're in each other's frame. Yeah. That's stupid. Stupid. That was so stupid. Okay. Anyways, like, um, this episode is a hot mess. But I feel like what? every no. episode that I'm on is like Here's, it's a catch up episode, isn't it? It's this? really just catching up every time you're on because I never see you. And plus, like. With you, it's the best. I don't. Sometimes I don't want to talk about anything, but just let you talk. Like something. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That's why the episodes become yeah. two hours. But they're always the best because there's something so soothing. I will say, mm-hmm. out of all the recordings I ever do with people, I so you know after I edit them, I'll like maybe listen to them sometimes just to kind of like hear it back after mm-hmm. it's out. But you know after that week, it's like done whatever. But yours. Every episode I could listen to a million times and just have in the background and just feel comforted by your voice. What? Yeah, and you could literally just be talking about nothing. I mean, half the time I am talking about nothing, so I just, I was going to say, I do think people have told me my laugh, my voice is soothing until they hear my laugh, and then they're like, wait. Well, your laugh makes me laugh. It's like My AK-47 laugh. laugh. I can't do it. And do it. That is wrong. That's not what I sound like. I know that's what I sound like. No, I'm trying. I didn't sound like you. Someone did tell me that I should do like the, hello. 
This is an SMR. You do. You I'm should. going to lull you to sleep. <laughs> no, could you imagine that? Be so do rude. Like on the Calm app, you know, they have like oh my little, god, like, yes. celebrities like do that. I'm a Headspace girl, but yeah, yeah. Calm app okay. is a good one too. I love Headspace. They have this one. I've done Calm. I've done both, but oh I'm not god. committed I to any. Love I just Headspace. Go on YouTube. I like Headspace's like little images where it's like the guy whose like body is like a cloud, and this other one's like yeah. this wobbly like Aww. circle thing. But they have these things called sleep casts, and my favorite one is called Rainy Day Antiques. And it's the sound of rain and this guy guiding you through this antique shop and they have a Rainy Day Antiques too. Wait, so stop. It's like that trilogy. sounds like I can hear wood creaking. Yes. And just little like, New, I know what you're saying. Like, like opening I, the door yes. and like the bell of the and like store. it sounds like old and has yes. been lived in. Yes. And he's like, there's Gary, the owner of the shop. You should go over there and Send talk to me. him. I kind of want to listen to it. It's the best. And the guy has like, he's like a slight British accent, but it's like not obnoxious. Then there's another one that's like called the like Midnight Matinee. And it's like a movie theater or a, uh, a Broadway theater like that's closing. Yeah. And so then you like go and follow the seamstress. And then like the lighting guy who's like getting, it's just fucking headspace. Like if you can just sponsor that's free that's, advertising yeah, exactly i, I want them to sponsored. sponsor me because yeah. i just love the headspace and then i would love to this is me submitting my application to do a headspace sleep cast about sex fucking and everything in between oh that was hot that was really hot i'm gonna have to just replay thank that <laughs> thank you <Aww. laughs> um well, so yeah i'm not dating not dating just fucking <clears throat> i'm not dating however Oh, God, what's the however? There is this very interesting <laughs> gentleman who, you know how, like, I was talking about how, like, you know, I don't fuck my friends and I'm not friends right. with the people I fuck. I'm right. friendly. Um, the dude, the, the engineer that I used to fuck that I actually wanted to come on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we used to have the engineer on the podcast. Mm, it no? got weird. He has, like, he has this, like, girl, like, his forever lover, right? Okay. Who I'm, like, I'm all about them being together. She moved out here. They're, like, things. But he'll, like, hit me up and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, ah, no, not tonight. And he's like, well, I'm hanging out with, and he says the girl's name. And I'm like, I don't, then why are you texting? Like, right. I understand they have, like, this open relationship. But I'm like, I also don't want to be, like, the go in between. Right. That, like, when you're done with her, you come you and come hang in. out. I, I'm just not an open relationship kind of girl. Right. Just if you're, you know. If we're not monogamous, I don't need to know, like, who you're curling up with at night. Right. So the engineer, I've just kind of been like, no, that makes me feel weird, and I just don't want to. Um, but that also has to do with this fact that there was two dudes that I was texting before I went back to Seattle that were L.A. guys. And this is, like, we've talked about this before, where they find out that I'm on the podcast, and there was this one guy in particular. We're going to call him Bacon. So Bacon... <laughs> Shout out to Bacon. Shout out to Bacon. Bacon and I were like texting and he was all like, oh, I have these really great one-liners. Like girls can't help me with these one-liners. And I'm like, okay, sure, fine, whatever. Like what are some of them? And he's like, well, I don't want you to tell, uh, I don't want to tell you them because you're going to use them on the podcast. Well, and I was like, wait, what? And it was like weird where I was like, you do realize that like whenever I mention any guy on the podcast, like I do tell them in advance. Like yeah. I'm just like, hey, I use the nickname. You know, the details are vague, very respectful. And so I'm like, bacon, like, I'm not 
like, no. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, you're totally going to use me. And I'm like, first of all, I've never met this man. I had to basically unfollow him on social media and basically so, deleted his so number. So you only just, like, met him on, like, the app or something? Yeah. And then, like, and then he, like, you know, we exchanged, like, Instagrams. And then, you and know, he, he saw. saw the podcast and everything. And he was like, oh, I'm going to be on the podcast. And I was like, I don't know if you want to be or you're, like, being weird about it. But he was right. like, yeah, it's just, like, you're just going to steal my greatest material. And I was like, Bacon, ain't nobody worried what about you. What makes my dating life how it was before? People would always be like, oh, you're going to use that for the podcast, huh? And you're like, maybe, but also no. Yeah, I remember I was, like, in the middle of hooking up with this guy on, like, New Year's <gasps> Eve. And, I'm, and, like, I think in, like, middle of, like, us stripping, he was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on the podcast, huh? And I was just like, please. Do not ruin this moment. See, it's like characters on BMF. Half of y'all are just made up. We're you're just, really not, just, you're not, you're not. You're just a character. You're just a character in the yes. show. And more importantly, like, I'm not also, I'm not hooking up with you to then also have material. The amount of men that you know that I've been with that I don't even talk about. Right. I only bring up the ones that I'm like, hey, this like person like is playing a very important role in my like life right now. Right. Like they're a very intense chapter or an intense paragraph. Like I want to share my existence, uh, my experiences with them, right. with you. But the amount of men who will never get on this podcast is far more deep you of a list. You should be so fucking lucky. You bacon. <laughs> You should be so fucking lucky. But he just got so weird about it well, to a point where he bacon. was, you know, there's a reason. Um, but it's not like bacon. I liked him until I realized he was bad for me. That's corny. Oh. That was a stupid stepmom joke. That was good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, bacon was just like, honestly, do you know why? It was the first food that came to my mind when I was like, I was about to say his name and be like, mm, bacon. Oh, I was like, sounds maybe Similar? No, it doesn't. I it just like it was like where did I that name come from? I think I was just thinking about Maybe he food. Looks like bacon. Does he? No, he's a. I have to say, he's a very good-looking dude. He's very yeah. handsome. But that's the thing that irritated me is that we were having such a good texting like rapport, and then we exchanged the social media, and then he saw all my stuff, and then was just like weirded out. But like to a point where he was like, I don't want you to mention me on the podcast. And I was like, yes, Ugh. you do. You kind of like want me yeah. to kind of like summer fling. Summer fling was like looking forward to it. So it was air force. Is his name? Yes. Okay, air force, summer fling. Nike. Yeah. And so, oh yeah, not air force. Oh, air force ones and Nike, but neither of them no, were the one. Gone. So no soulmates on these sneaker heads, but anyway, so air force, <laughs> his whole thing was that he was the air force was the first interaction I had with a guy that was like, I want to be mentioned on the podcast. And like, obviously, I mean, we making money hey. off our sadness. Hey, hey. Okay, who else can make money off of their failed relationships? You did have that video of you that went like, I think 8 million views on TikTok. And it was, you misspoke too. My oh my God. When I was like talking about my period, yeah. let me rephrase that. <laughs> and also, you also did go viral on Cammy and Nikki's with the, the, the breeding kink. Yeah. I am okay. Let's go I in. Sometimes go back and rewatch that clip because I think it's so funny. I can't. Not gonna lie, I told them to make that part a clip because I watched the episode. I was like, make that part a clip, and they did. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then they did. You're a brilliant human being. Thank you. And that shit went viral. Yeah, I so. did. Which was weird because then I had exes sending it to me. And being like, this explains a lot. Or like the funniest one is like, wow, I'm like going through uh, my girlfriend's next to me on the couch and she's going through TikTok and all of a sudden I hear your voice and I'm like, you're welcome. Like, I was just like, like you can't escape. You I can't escape. Think. Even the ones I like, 
like just hooked up with. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder what they think if they if they see me like on their timeline. Like, I do goes, have, or if it does go on their time, like I want to know. I do see. I do have one ex that, like, I'm we're cool. Like yeah, we, cool. it's weird because I don't even think of him like as a boyfriend, but I also don't think of him as just the guy that I fucked. Like we had like an so ex. much of a. It was an ex, yeah, yeah. and ex lover, ex lover, and like we're cool. Like we're very cordial, but we don't yeah. like talk. Um, I only text him literally like during March Madness because he's a basketball player, and so I'd be like, hey, like right. you know your stats are, or like what's your bracket look like, and then he was just like he was the one that texted me and was like, yo. My girlfriend's a huge fan of the show, and his girlfriend is fucking gorgeous. So that's oh, why. Shout out to the girlfriend. Uh, she's she's still here. She, yeah, I think she's I'm so, pretty she's sure. Like, she's like, no, like she's still listening. Still like, listening. Like, maybe I don't know. I don't know if she's fan, but she's absolutely gorgeous. I'm pretty sure they're gonna yeah. like. Maybe not get married, but like that's his right. woman now, and she, yeah. she's so beautiful and like really the guy he needs. But like, she was like obsessed with you. Well, no, not obsessed with me. She just was like obsessed with BMF. And so he oh. like texted me and was like, hey, my girlfriend loves a show. And that's oh, when sorry, I- wrong show. Yeah, well, you ready for it? No, ready? It's a full circle moment. What, what? Because I tweeted out, I was like, I love it when an ex texts me like, oh, their girlfriend loves a show because it makes me think I could steal their girlfriend from them. And I really right. wish I could steal his girl. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But then- He's the same guy that was like, I'm sitting on the couch and we're scrolling through TikTok and your voice comes on and she goes, oh, isn't this Rose? And she like gets really excited. And I was like, so she's in love with me, right? <laughs> like, I'm going to steal your girlfriend. He's like, calm down. Well, stop I mean, you it. You guys have the same taste. We have the same. So like, you're, you're going to get along with this person. That's the thing is like, other the p- people that like are men dating, mm-hmm. I'm sure we would actually be friends with you know oh, what I mean? the amount of times the same interest the amount of times that i have two feelings towards like a man uh, a girl who dates my ex i think yeah. like good, good luck girl like my right. you know fucking i try to do my best like good on you and then the second one is i wish i hadn't met you through the man that we both fucked right? because you're fucking cool and we could have been friends <laughs> and i'm like things because i also don't wish I don't wish any of my ex, well, some of them, I don't wish all my exes on women because they're just, you know, not good guys. But then they're good ones that I'm like, yes, end up with this really cool chick that I can then become friends with. <laughs> so it's friends. like from a far distance yeah, away. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's this idea that like we both have something in common and like, you know, me and him just were like, I mean, he doesn't even live in the same state as me. Like it just was like, you know, we yeah. would just like meet up and everything. But I just love that his girlfriend um, was Likes, like, oh yeah. my God, Rose was cool. And me being like, you're like, I like you too. I like you too. I'm like, I could care less about the guy that we both fucked at one point. You know what I mean? It's like, no, girl, like, let's be let's be friends. Yeah. You want to have a slumber party kind like, of vibes, you know? Oh my God. Do you want to watch 10 Things I Hate About You and, like, you know, oh prank call people? Um, I love that. But yeah. I, I do miss, like, that. Being, like, a girl, a teenage girl. Do you want to have a slumber party? No, I don't like oh, slumber parties now. bitch, then what the fuck are you talking like, about? I miss, lo- I miss loving slumber parties back in the day. You get together with, like, girlfriends mm-hmm. and you prank call and watch, like, rom-coms. Do you know what we do now? We go to Palm Springs. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, we have bridal yeah. showers. Yes. And, like, bachelorette parties. Yes. That's an adult sleepover now. Literally. But then I get annoyed on those because I don't want to spend too much time with people. Do you know how many times I've called my mom and dad in the middle of the night at a sleepover and been like, come get me. I don't want to be here I anymore. I used to be the opposite. I was, like, the bitch that always wanted to go on, like, sleepovers oh, because I needed no. to leave 
to escape my fucking household. Oh, yeah, that's true. But then but, I also have, like, huge anxiety where I'm like, I might want to escape my house, but, like, come pick me up. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be in my own bed. I still do that. Yeah. When I go to Palm Springs trips and I, like, call my mom and dad and I'm like, you guys raised me so well. Because these hoes don't know how to separate their trash. They don't know how to recycle. They don't know how to compost. But also, can you come? Can you guys come pick me up? Like, Aww. I'm in Palm Springs. No, I'm an I adult do now. love Palm Springs. I do love Palm Springs. You know, we've never been on a trip together ever. That's <gasps> we've, we've never, never had been a on a slumber trip. party. We've well, never... I just asked you to have a slumber party. You literally said no because I don't want to sleep over. I mean, maybe if I, you know, shit, we could we could arrange something. I could sleep over. Well, okay. Should we go see JoJo at Moulin Rouge? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Same, Same time. time. <laughs> I missed you. I miss you too. Okay. Should we read an email? Yeah, let's read an email. I feel email. like you caught up on your life. Oh, yeah, that's it. I'm not really. Oh, well, well I guess. Well, the, what else? Were you done with your story? Well, the okay, so you remember how I was saying I don't fuck my friends and I'm not friends with people that I yeah. fuck, right? It's very rare. Unless there's a lot of time in between. Like I just mentioned with the, the cool ex. That's what yeah. we'll call him. The cool ex is like, we're cordial, but like, you know. Anyway, so another man friend has stepped into the arena and was like, I've really liked you. I've been wanting to like tell you this for a really long time because I think okay. he heard my lat the last podcast about me Damn, saying about you, you do. It's like I don't to know. The show. Girl okay, is thank crazy. You. Thank you for tuning in. I know. Like way to like, you know, yeah. change the demographic or whatever right. of who's listening. So he literally reached out to me. We're going to call him Harry. So Harry and I were supposed to like meet up a few days ago and he is famous for self-sabotaging where he basically, I was like, uh, we're supposed to meet at like, you know, eight 30 hadn't heard from him. And so I hit him up on 10. He was like, Oh, I just, I didn't see hear from you. So I just didn't think we we're going to like see yeah. each other. And I was like, motherfucker, we made plans. So my thing right now, the reason I bring up all of this is like, Harry is my lesson of being like, I really don't think I should fuck my friends. Like there's, that's two, that's like two dudes, quarterback yeah. and Harry that have both kind of come out, said they had feelings for me. And then we're like, I'm going to try to have like a fucking fuck with Rose. And then both of them actually just want relationships with me. So they want a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. Both of them are like, not, but not like girlfriend and boyfriend, but they just like want to see where this goes. Like <gasps> Harry was like, I would, he was like, I'm really excited for like me telling you how I feel, but I want to see where this goes. Like, I want to like, not just have sex with you. I like want to go on dates with you and, how and do like, you feel about and that? I was like, no, how come I just, I, I think that's like where it gets messy where I have noticed in my personal experience, it's where I misread the cues and they misread the cues. So it's kind of like when you bring in this aspect of I'm going to treat you like a friend or treat you like a girlfriend, then it's like kind of weird because I'm like, how do I act around you? You know right. what I mean? Like, I just don't know. I know that's like normally in my experiences when they catch feelings for me and for me, it just helps to be like, Oh, I'm setting this boundary where it's like, that's my boundary. It's like sex is something I really enjoy and like want to have with someone, but like bringing in this like dating and like going to the movies and like going to dinner and like meeting their friends, like that's an intimacy. I'm still trying to like work out. Like that's just too much for me. I just think that you're just not interested in that like that. And it's like as simple as it is. Yeah. Well, right. Or do you like have feelings for them? Because if you actually like, because you're capable of that other type of intimacy and love and being in a relationship. Yeah, without the sex, though. For me, it's really hard to have both exist, right? Because to me, when both exist, that's your boyfriend, 
right? Yeah. And so I cut it off that way. But you're right in the sense that, like, I wasn't quarterback, sure, fine, whatever. But Harry, I'm like... You're interested. I'm interested, but I also know I don't want to be, like, I don't want to come on too strong. I'm trying to, like, suss the situation a little better and just, like, it tiptoeing. But there is something about him where I'm willing to kind of re-examine my boundaries for him because he was like could we see a movie and I'm like yes maybe I don't know I still gotta figure out my shit but I feel like with I don't know there's something about maybe again I just think it's because I it's too intimate to me like I go to the movies with like my friends you know what I mean but I don't fuck my friends so it's like if we go to the movie do you fuck him we haven't had sex yet okay but so he was just simply like just friend zone, but you're like, you've been curious. It's just never really like got there. Yeah. Why not open like the, 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 I mean, but I'm like, what do I do? Like for me personally, I think I need to do the sex first to like set the precedent of being like, to me, this real, like we can be friendly with each other, but like it has to be sex because, and this is not, say, I was like, well, like- because the idea of like what happened with tripod. Because, and this isn't ruining, you should still watch the, or listen to the full episode on Patreon, but, like, the idea that he didn't want to have sex anymore, but he wanted to be my friend. And I was like, that's not fair, because I want sex, and I don't want to be your friend. So I tried to be his friend. Like, I sacrificed what I wanted for what he wanted, and I was like, that's not, that's not fair, let's just break it off. But his whole thing was like, no, I really, really want to be your friend, and I'm like, well, one, you're a shitty friend because you're bad at texting, you're bad at communicating. And then two, you like that's not fair. Like you're getting out of it what you want, but I'm not getting out of it what I want. So when it comes to Harry, it's like this really interesting moment where I'm like, okay, maybe I'll come from it from the tripod's perspective where it's like, maybe I want to like, me and Harry are already friends. Mm-hmm. But what if I went to a movie with him and like dated like a normal person and just yeah. like didn't fuck him on the first date or whatever. I don't know what that would look like and what that would mean because most of the time when that happens, that person becomes my boyfriend. I'm not saying that's going to be the case with Harry because I'm a new person. I'm not in my like teens. I'm not in my 20s. Right. But that's how I used to correlate relationships. And so for me, that's why sex was so easy for me because I was like, oh, I just I just put you in the sex pile. You're the person I fuck. You're not the person I'm friends you're with. You're carp- 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 mentalizing. There you go. Ooh. I couldn't speak it. Carpal mentalizing. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like you're putting every like situation in a box, mm-hmm. but don't do that. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like what? Don't put them in it. Like th- there's curiosity there. Let literally let it all be available for whatever it's going to be. Well, that's not fun. Then I won't have any material for the podcast. <laughs> no. You have great material. No, I, kn- I know. You wouldn't be carpet mentalizing. Like you usually do. You're putting every type of scenario into a box when it's like, this is a brand new person. It's going to bring in a brand new experience. You could just go on one day and be like, oh, actually, you're just my friend. Or, oh, actually, yeah. I just want to fuck her. Or actually, whatever. But it's like, but don't be like scared to take that sort of step. If there is curiosity there, you may mm-hmm. not even know what the fuck you want because I feel like you're trying to put it in a box right yeah. now. And but it's, it's like, you don't have to. No, you're right. And the funny thing is, I don't think it's, you use the word scared, which is really interesting because that's what I thought it was. It's like, oh, it's no, it's me. I'm being scared. I'm being like timid. But what I also think it is, is me trying to protect myself because of the fact that like, 
the way that Anthony and I ended. Out of what though? Protect yourself out of what? Fear? Uh, uh, protect myself out of just like not becoming so dependent on someone. I realize that when I'm in a relationship, you know this, I bury myself yeah. deep in that person. I disappear. My friends yeah. don't see me. I'm just when kind of like. the first phase of a relationship, I don't, you guys are not going to hear from Rose for a while. I'm just, I'm <laughs> in it. Okay. I'm in the it's sheets. Okay. I'm in the beds. I'm in the person. So I like, I really think and get, so. And then you get out of it. And it's, but it takes a while. Yeah. Right. And with Anthony, it was a shorter amount of time because he was it was long distance. So it was like when I was in L.A., I could be in L.A. within my friends. But it was still this idea that like I but had when you're to with him. It was like my friends in Seattle just weren't seeing me, which yeah. wasn't fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I feel like moving forward and being the like mature 30 year old that I am, I'm trying to come at it at a better angle where it's like I've had amazing sex. Like I've had great sex in my entire life. I had terrible sex, but I've had a lot of really good sex. As I'm getting older, I'm trying to see if I, you know, my younger self being like, just have sex, fuck their feelings, is kind of fading away. And so I need to learn this new language that I'm now seeing relationships as, where it's not just someone that I have sex with, it's someone that I have sex with and maybe can be friends with. Like, this is a new, it's a po- like a Pokemon evolution. Like, right. now I'm the person that can be friends with the people I fuck. So to answer your question about being scared, it's like, I am being cautious. I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Because for so long, I could just have sex with someone and then just not think anything above about them. But now the quality of men that I'm interacting with, like Harry, is high quality, really great men. And I'm like, okay, well, don't fuck this up. You can't just have sex with this man and then just like toss him aside. You have to be mindful and, and have intention with every move. Exactly. So it's it's not fear-based, but like a curiosity that comes from take it slow. You don't have to like, because I don't. Sometimes when I like, I like someone. You could could rush into something. Yeah, I mean, you saw me. I was tripping over tripod, but it was purely because I was, you know, obsessed with him. Anthony, like you, you know, I fell deep in love. I wasn't obsessed with tripod. I was obsessed with having sex with him and just like how our sex was extremely passionate. Like that's what I wanted to recreate. But realizing that, like outside the bedroom when we tried to be friends, I was like, oh, this, we're not really compatible as friends. Right, it's right. it's fine. But in same thing with Anthony. Anthony and I were like, you know, a one-night stand that lasted three and a half years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, when I find that person, I die. When it's the guys that I really like, I don't know how to, like, act. You're a water sign. I'm a little Scorpio, baby. Yeah, like you said, you're, you're like cancers with a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah, I am. But it's, I think... That yeah, so it's just the idea that I'm trying to like step into. Do you want to take a photo of the candles? Is that what you're doing? No, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm stepping into kind of being more mature about who I have sex with and my the like the idea of like dating someone um, because I feel like it's it's important in my like adult evolution to like have yeah. more mature relationships. What do you want for yourself relationship-wise in the future? And what do you want for yourself in the next, within this year? I would like to stay single, like for sure. Just because, again, I don't want to jump in a relationship and completely like forget all this process that I made. I I love being single. You know this about me. I love being single. I'm good at being single. I think what I'm trying to understand is the autonomy of being single, but then kind of maybe like, 
turning up the volume a little bit on the people that I just have sex with. Like I don't have to fuck every, like I don't have to have so many one night stands. I could have some, you know, a couple of people that I have a, like a, a rotation right. of dudes that I can have like actual intimate conversations with and right. enjoy having sex with them. That probably means my rotation is not going to go. It's not going to be eight people. It's probably going to be more like an intimate of like yeah. three or four. Like it's all about the quality versus the, the quantity. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but me trying to understand because I was all about quantity, quality, quantity how do I navigate quality in the sense that I have I feel like far more self-respect now than I did in my early 20s right and so I don't have anything to prove to anyone like I felt like when in my 20s it was like I had something to prove to like sleep with all these men and now that I'm older I'm kind of like well that was fun that was great I lived a great life. I don't regret any of that stuff. So now that I'm older and like stepping into my thirties and like looking and being like, well, I really love being single, but I really do enjoy sex. How can I have healthier relationships with the men that I hook up with and being more. Even if it's not a serious romantic relationship, like it's still, it's still a form of a relationship. It's just not the, you know, it's a branch. It's not like the trunk of the tree. It's just kind of this like outside of it. So yeah, yeah, I think, I'm trying to navigate that better. And especially in the idea of like choosing better dudes. Cause the thing about summer fling, I mean, that man was, you know, he was like, you're in love with me and all this stuff. And I was like, no, I'm just like really, he had such a hard time with me being like, I like you. Like, I really like the time I'm spending with you. And he just heard it as she's falling in love with me. She wants me to fucking settle down. And I was like, no, no. The second I leave, (laughs) we don't have to ever talk again. And we haven't. And so it was like, it's great. It was amazing. So I think you were just trying to enjoy the moment with him and have and make some memories with a stranger and become strangers again. Look, here's my thing. I want to do everything in life for the group chat and my deathbed. Right. You know, so you're either going to fall in those one categories where it's like the group chat is like, a, ooh, a funny little time. that Remember that one time you were dating that, you know, chef or whatever? Ha, ha, ha. Or like the deathbed to be like this lover I had. That meant so much to me. And like, I'm so thankful I had this, like, you know, six months, two Yay. weeks, whatever, and passionate. Ah, I love summer that shit. Loving, Happen so fast. Oh, summer loving, having, having a, a blast. blast. Okay, I saw I you. I met today. a girl, sweet as can be. be. I met a boy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Keep going. I like this version of Grease. It's really <laughs> greasy. <laughs> it's, it's sweaty. And I would like to say, though, there is a very problematic line in that song where he was like, tell me more, tell me more. Did she put up a fight? You're like, why? Why? Oh, shit. Did she put up a fight? You, you mean, you mean. Did you? Did you? And she was like. Uh, you yes, know, girls, I didn't think about that. I, I'm sorry. I got dark. I know. Fuck. You know me. It got real dark Anyways. real quick. It got real dark real, real quick. quick. Uh, <sighs> let's bring it back. Let's answer some Love questions. <laughs> Could you wait? Are we there yet? <laughs> Plug yourselves. <laughs> that never gets old. Never. Do you know this it's podcast? So funny. It's, it's so only funny, funny. When you say it. Plug yourself. Plug like, yourself. It's just, but you did it there, and it was flawless. But okay, so there's this TikTok uh, or like podcast that I'm upset with, obsessed with called Shits and Giggles, and it's uh-huh. these two British dudes uh-huh. that are just friends, right. and they just like retweets and like react, and they have such like a. I really think that you and me would meet these guys and be like, we're friends. Right. But they have like this kind of thing. the rain. 
Welcome to Rain Day Antiques. <laughs> but they have that kind of like thing where they also yeah. have like these little phrases for each other. Um, that's just like a weird plot. Shout out that. to you those know, guys. I feel like not I not that I feel like we have time for this, but one mm. day we should do a pop culture podcast. Imagine how fucking great if we had just a show to talk about pop culture and current events, it would be so funny to just cheese me about fucking celebrities. Can we like are you Team Selena or Team Oh Kaylee? Selena? Nope, there is no other. It's just Selena. <laughs> there is I don't know what you're talking about. I've I've that's it. You know what I mean? There is yeah. no other team. Maybe one day. It's just like no, it. we're doing it right now. It's Selena. It's that's Selena. It. Anything for Selena's. Anything for her. Yeah. But like homie, girl, you need to calm but down. But here's 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 my take. I mean, I'm your... Team Selena, don't get me wrong. Team Selena all the way. Let's see until you finish this up. I just think it's the internet that's a bully. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I feel like people are dissecting way too fucking much. But I'm like, y'all are so bored. Y- yes. I do think, though, there is an inkling and a kernel the, of truth. There is a for little sure. bit. 1,000%. But I don't think is it like, that's why I'm team Selena, if only because I think Selena's like, no. Yeah. I'm too busy on fucking. Rare beauty oh. making, a, which her, her, which is honestly, an amazing, like, makeup brand. I'm wearing their InfoGlow right now. It's so I good. Love it. It's, like, actually it. good quality. Yes. And, like, what I love about that brand is, like, yeah, Selena's the face of it, but it's not so narcissistic of, like, a company Mm-mm. versus, like, Kylie, where it's, like, so fucking Kylie that... Damn. And that's why Kylie Cosmetics is not doing well. It's because, like, she's not as, like, relevant. She has to keep to be relevant mm-hmm. in order to sell. But yeah. Rare Beauty is like, it's actually like a good quality makeup brand that like if Selena Gomez wasn't even on it, I'd yeah. fucking buy that product. And that the, the fact that she made her packaging easily accessible. accessible. Exactly. You For so many TikTok. people, I did see that. I also watched her documentary because she's also bipolar. Yes. And I just like love that documentary. Do same? Yes, we're the same. It's the one that's yeah. like triggered by stress and everything versus like... Um, one and two, but yeah. So yeah. her, like, it was just so amazing to like see her talk about that and all that, you know. And oh, her rare yeah. beauty is like you said; it's like she's celebrating like you know Latino women and like women of all shapes and sizes, yeah. and like the fact that her packaging is easy for everyone to open, and like she thinks of so many people in mind. That I'm like, it's great. That's why I think like <laughs> there's always that thing where it's like she's doing good in the world, but the other girl's not. And I'm not saying any shade to that girl because I. The other thing about Haley, that's her name. Okay, Haley. That girl's a Nepo baby, so she was raised in this life her entire, so I don't think, like, I'm always interested by Nepo babies, because then I'm like, what is reality to you? Yeah, like, what, what, how do you know, like, what do you think of the working class? Like, you've never had to To, really do that. You've never had to have a summer job at Abercrombie & Fitch. Like, you've never had to work at the hot dog. You couldn't even make it at Abercrombie & Fitch if you weren't a a skinny white girl. Exactly. If you made it at Abercrombie & Fitch, it's You've privilege. made it. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> but like, I obviously applied and didn't get it. No, yeah, really? I applied for Halls to back in the day. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not the beauty standard for that. Even well, though I was really tiny. Like, I mean, I was 
very skinny back in the day. Yeah. But like still, I was brown. I wasn't like the white hot. Mm-hmm. Like that one oh, that documentary yeah. was great. But that's why I also really love because I feel like if anyone who had to rebrand so quickly, so fast and under the radar, Abercrombie and Fitch, man, that's all like their no, jeans are fucking their amazing. Their rebrand is so good. Abercrombie. I love their stuff. I, they're just the yeah. fucking shit. It's so like they've inclusive. come back and they're like, hey, sorry. And I'm like, like sorry, we sucked back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, great. well, you have jeans and size 36 so don't mind if I do like it's just and it's also like one of those ones where I don't have to feel like hey can you get those in the back they're on the rack which is super tight right um but like in the sense of like Haley like you don't you've never had to like think about these things like Selena Gomez like yeah she started as like a child actor but she still had like somewhat of a normal childhood and like still went to school but like so that's why I'm always like rooting for her like every normal person yeah Haley Bieber is like girl it's it for Haley I'm just like I don't know what I don't there I I I don't yeah yeah, that what literally I was just that all that I'm just like I don't know but um I mean she's fine it would probably I mean honestly I feel like being a celebrity's kid is like that just sucks like not in the like I'm not saying it's hard I'm just saying fucking it must be a lot to deal with like mentally oh 1000% can't do it I'm already dealing with my immigrant parents. Imagine if your your parents are celebrities that are on the news and shit. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. If there was press about my parents. Oh, my God. And you know there's already press in the community because, like, there's nothing more tighter than, like, the fucking community of being, like, your aunties being, like, hmm, I heard you're single. And you're, like, what the fuck? Who told you that? Or, like. People fucking gossip within the community. Yes. And then, like, you hear someone being, like, you know they don't sleep in the bed anymore. That That's why you're, you know, the neighbor's cousins are no longer dating. And you're just, like, what the fuck? Why do you know all this shit? But now, but it's not on the internet. No, it's not. It's only in, like, the secret houses. Oh, I was about to say, you have that one auntie that's like on Facebook all the time being like, COVID's fake. And you're just like, calm down, you know? Anyways, pull yourself yourself. (laughs) 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 yourself. I'm going to punch you in the face, kiss you on the forehead. We are past an hour, so it is time to plug in. We're doing a second episode, which will be the goodbye to the the blue wall. Anyways, plug yourself. You can find me. Um, at Rose underscore Etta Stone on Instagram and Twitter. I do have a TikTok, but I never use it. Or you can find me, as always, on the new blog on the theblog.com. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Plug yourself. <laughs> Follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. And subscribe to my Patreon. There are candles now. You'll hear more Rose on there. Mm. Okay, bye. Bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke therapy. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. 
You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.